Chapter Four of Among the Great Masters of the Drama. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. Among the Great Masters of the Drama by Walter Rowlands. Adrienne Le Couvreur. We saw in her not the actress, but the personage represented. Collet a woman who brought to the work of her life an assemblage of gifts as rare as the poetry they serve to illustrate frederick hawkins without doubt one of the causes of voltaire's hostility to the church can be found in that church's treatment of adrienne le couvreur in denying her christian burial that the corpse of an actress of genius for years the idol of paris one of his warmest friends and the creator of jocasta in his oedipe should because of her profession be consigned to unconsecrated ground arouse that vehement indignation which voltaire to his lasting credit always displayed against injustice contrasting the hurried and forlorn obsequies of adrienne with the stately funeral of the english actress anne oldfield who dying the same year was interred in westminster abbey voltaire breaks forth thus o london happy land where no art is despised where every kind of success has its glory, where the conqueror of Talar, son of victory, the sublime Dryden, the wise Edison, the charming Oldfield, and the immortal Newton all have their place in the temple of glory. In another, less material but lasting, temple of glory, however, set apart for honouring those whose talents have graced the stage, the memory of Adrienne Le Couvreur is preserved as that of a great actress, one of the chief ornaments of the French theatre born in sixteen ninety two near reims this daughter of a headmaker of paris was at an early age distinguished as a reciter of poetry and at fifteen became connected with a troupe of young amateurs her performances attracted so much attention that steps were taken to fully educate and develop her remarkable histrionic gifts she made her debut in the provinces and did not appear in paris until seventeen seventeen when she performed Electra in Crébillon's tragedy of that name at the Comédie Française. Her career after this was a succession of successes, especially in the leading parts of the tragedies of Racine and Corneille. It is as Cornelia in Corneille's tragedy of the death of Pompey that Coppel has painted her in the picture here reproduced. Adrienne's name inevitably recalls that of her lover Maurice de Saxe, the soldier son of Augustus the Strong and the lovely Aurora von Königsmark whose association with the actress has been made familiar to the world by Scribe's popular play, entitled Adrienne Le Couvreur, first produced at the theatre where she reigned in 1849. Although the death of Adrienne was not caused by poison sent to the actress by her rival, the Princesse de Bouillon, as told in Scribe's drama, it was nevertheless a sudden and a sad one. Dying at thirty-seven, the great tragedienne knew that Saxe, on whom she had bestowed literally a fortune to aid him in prosecuting his claim to the duchy of courland was false to her she died in voltaire's arms with her eyes fixed it is said on the bust of saxe in scribe's play it is maurice de saxe and the faithful old manager michonnet who witness alone the passing from earth of poor adrienne the last scene of the last act is here quoted scene five maurice adrienne michonnet Michonnet, is it true what they tell me? Is Adrienne in danger? Maurice, Adrienne is dying. Michonnet, 
No, no, she still breathes. All hope is not yet lost. Maurice. She opens her eyes. Adrienne. Oh, what suffering! Who is near me? Maurice, and you also, Michonnet. As soon as I suffer, you come. It is no longer my head, but my chest that is burning. It is like a fire, like a devouring fire that consumes me. Michonnet. All this proves. Do you not see, as I do, the traces of poison, a quick and terrible poison? Maurice. What? You have suspicions? Michonnet. I suspect all the world, and this rival, this grand lady. Maurice. Hold, hold. Adrienne. Oh, the pain increases. You who love me so, save me. Save me. I do not wish to die. A little while ago I could have begged for death. I was so unhappy. But now I do not wish to die. He loves me. He has called me his wife. Michonnet. His wife? Adrienne. My God, listen to me. Let me live. A few days, a few days near him. I am so young, and life looks so beautiful to me now. Maurice. This is frightful. Adrienne. Life, life, vain efforts, vain prayers. My days are numbered. I feel the power of existence escaping. Do not leave me, Maurice. Very soon my eyes will see you no longer. My hand will not be able to press yours. Maurice. Adrienne, Adrienne. Adrienne. Oh, triumphs of the theatre. My heart beats no more with your ardent emotions. And you, studies of the art I loved so much. Nothing will remain of you after I am gone. Nothing lives of us after our death. Nothing but the memory. You will not forget me. Adieu, Maurice. Adieu, my two friends. Michonnet. Dead. Dead. Maurice. O oh, noble and generous girl, if ever the least glory shall be my lot, it is to you I will render homage. And ever united, even after death, the name of Maurice de Saxe shall never be separated from that of Adrienne. Charles-Antoine Coipel, one of a family of artists, was born in Paris in 1694 and died there in 1752. Although he painted subjects from history and from more familiar scenes, his best works were his portraits. End of chapter 4